for promise I won't quit, keep going till I got it I won't give up till I'm on top Yo, no, I ain't the type to give up If I do something, man, I do it till I get what I want I turn a business out of nothing into something I love I got a poker face, but honestly, I'm not one to bluff I flip a switch, never miss, man, I always stay up Don't let them see you, bitch, always have a plan to stay tough This life ahead of you ain't easy, it was built to be rough But that's what makes a personality is tragedy, bruh Uh, so keep your head on your shoulders Now we ain't out here moving rocks We out here moving boulders Now we ain't getting postal rides We out here making posters And we ain't got nothing to hide We move forward like soldiers You better wake up for the pay stub Or you'll pay up Don't make love to the game, bruh Fuck the game up Change up for your range stuff To your greatness Same us for the way up Play the game, bruh Never stop I'll get it if I want it Gotta make to myself a promise I won't quit Keep going till I got it I won't get Till I'm on top, yeah. You know I'm always honest There ain't no way I'll never stop it I won't quit, keep going till I got it I won't give up till I'm on top, I'm always flirting with pain She likes to hurt me and maim I'm always working to change But she's still lurking the same I keep on building this dynasty While the haters be trying me But they hate from inside You see, hate themselves in society So I let them speak quietly Want my actions speak wider See, they be hiding in privacy With the screen, all the irony to it Someone who's trying to be whatever they want Yo, what's up everybody? How are you? It's Johnny. It's early in the morning, guys. How the hell's it going? <clears throat> Under the weather, guys. Back and forth. Going to be working still. Got plans to work later on today. But right now, it's time for a great show for you guys. I put together a show. I actually did some show prep work today. So, you know, you're welcome. I'm joking, of course, but I've done some research. I've got some stuff together, and we're going to have some great talking points here. Welcome to the show, everybody. If you're new here, I'm gone with John. I'm the uh, idiot here that's running the show here on the old live stream. Play along with us. Great bunch of guys in the uh, chat. So if you're new to men's areas and men's stuff and all that, look at some of the names in the chat. Make friends with some of these guys. Most of these guys here are really, really cool. Look at your channel, 1800 Dumb, dropping love before the show even starts. Guys, thank you all so much for the donations. I work off donations, guys. Uh, I, it's just what I do. But don't worry. Don't worry. If you don't want to donate, somebody else will donate for you if you can't donate. That's okay. Let's get on to the show, the fun shit. How's it going, guys? We've got a great show planned. We've got a couple of talking points. Let's get started here on Numero Uno. Don't worry, we're going to talk about the the silliness with the how effed up everybody is and how it's become cool to be have mental issue. And again, I'm not going to, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. First, let's talk with point number one I wanted to share with you guys. The housing market is going to destroy women. This is going to be bad for women. Now, I know some of you are like, wait a minute, John, how can that be possible? Women, certainly because of the pay gap and all these things, men probably own more houses than women. And yes, you would think so, but this is not actually what is. Let me share this with you here. This is from Google. This is a housing market crash in Google search. You're looking at a PDF, obviously, guys, for the reason that it's just easier for me to show you a PDF than it is for me to pull up 100 different tabs on the um, computer. The problem with that is it will actually crash out the computer when you get enough tabs open. 
but you can ha have and share tons of PDF files from StreamYards. Pro tip, by the way, guys, pro tip. If you go to a web page that you want to bring in and share later on on one of your live streams, just go to the web page, right click on it and go to print and print it as a PDF file to wherever you save files to be trashed later and then share that PDF file in your if you don't plan on going through the links or if you do, it doesn't really matter. But this is just a you can have lots of files and stats open all at once. Pro tip, guys. Let me find the one I'm looking for you. Housing market crash. Let's open this and go over this together really quickly. Just briefly, I'm pulling it over. All right, if you look here briefly, this is from this morning. These articles are from Yahoo Finance from a day ago, and you're basically looking at information about this housing market crash that's pending. Now, this happens every now and again. They keep resetting every 10 to 15 years. There's a big scare. Everybody poops their pampers. The government bails everybody out, and we go back to selling people impossible loans uh, for houses that are overvalued. It's a wonderful system that definitely works, guys. In no way does this not work and hasn't been proven to work for years and years. So let's see. It looks like Google's talking about this. Here's Goldman Sachs, The Hills, Yahoo Finance, Yahoo Finance. Is the housing, okay, it's coming this year, they say, supposedly. And again, sometimes that's just what experts say, guys. Maybe the experts don't know. It's possible, right? I mean, it is possible that they don't know. Let me look at this one here we're going to bring up in the meantime. Do you think men or women own more homes? Guys, who do you think owns more homes, men or women, here in the United States? Well, obviously, it's, it's men, right? Because of the pay gap and the wage gap and the men have all the money and do all the – men are the terrible ones, right, guys? That's us, right? All right, let's look here and just and just take a look. Single women owned roughly 10.7 million homes compared to the 8.1 million as single men. Wait a minute. Wait a second. See, this is why I always do the, the, the math, guys. The, the math doesn't lie. We hear all these things about pay gap and women and they're down bad and men have it great. Men are the, well, the math doesn't lie, guys. I mean, this is a simple thing to look at and figure out. So you're telling me that single women own roughly 10.7 million homes compared to the 8.1 million for single men. So single women somehow own 2 million, more than 2 million more homes than single men? Doesn't sound like women have it too bad, does it? I wonder why that is. I wish... There was some way of knowing like what could cause so many more women to have homes than men. If indeed there is a pay gap or if indeed it's unfair to women, how come women own so many more homes? Also, women, if you own that many more homes and the housing market crash is coming, guess what? Over two million more of you girls are about to be in hot water if you're living check to check or having any money related concerns. Any of you single women out there having money-related concerns? I'll move on. Okay. So this is an interesting little fact here. I mean, it's something to think about, guys. When you look at the housing market and you look at things like this and the numbers and you think, well, if the economy is largely based on the debt that's out there, not the gold standard anymore, and a lot of that is home ownership and women own a lot more of the homes and the homeowners market is about to tank, who do you think that's going to hurt? Who do you think that's going to be a real serious problem soon for men or women? 
I'll wait while you do the math, guys. It's kind of interesting when you look at it like this. Now, I know there'll be people, oh, you're wrong. This can't possibly be true. I know. I know. I know. Men or women own more houses. It's definitely the women own more houses, which is unfortunate when you stop and you think about it. I'm going to get back into the show in a second here. Let's look in the chat and see who all's in here. Todd Packer, what's up, sir? Man, this is why we're talking about it, Todd. Yeah, the red pill is a shield to protect us men out here in this world. Just knowing, just being aware, just being aware of these things and knowing, man, that this is a dangerous time to be careless with your penis. Gentlemen, I'm trying to be cool with you. I'm trying to be like YouTube friendly. Uh, you got to be careful out here right now because this is a dangerous time with things going the way they're going. Now, you men are going to be fine. Hemi says he's off the chain on the, the nutso scale. I hear you, my man. I hear you. Shadrock, what's up, sir? Good to see you, Radical Raptor. Yellow, sir. Good morning, everybody. Jim Morgan, welcome to the show. Good to see you. John, my dude, Revan's in the building. What's up, sir? Raw in the building. Good to see you. Chain Slayer, my brother. I haven't seen you in so long. Just took my red pill this morning. How are you, John? What's up, brother? Great to see you. The hamster, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only James Bond Maxwell. Great to see you, sir. You had a great live stream this morning. I'm waiting for your next live stream as well, so I won't stay too long on this, but uh, we'll run as long as everybody wants to keep it rocking. Shadrock, what's up, my dudes? Hamster in the building. Noise. Noise. It's one of my favorite Key and Peele episodes. Noise. Man, good to see it. Sir James, hopefully you're back from the store, man. Oh, you haven't gone to the store yet? My man, what are you doing? You were supposed to be going to get some uh, torpedoes, I believe. Good to see everybody. Mm, most women can't. Oh, oh. Man, I hear, Todd, they're going to make even less off of OF coming up soon because there'll be more women doing OF to try to pay that rent. Because the housing market crash is coming. We just talked about this, guys. It's coming. More and more women are going to be going to OnlyFans and seeking. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying this is what's happening. If you don't believe me, the junior college is doing this. Trust me. Um, there are going to be more and more of them doing this. And because there's more and more of them doing it, what happens? Well, the price goes down on the Beastly, which really only helps men. Ladies, like this is, you remember, you wanted this. You wanted the equality and women to have the more stuff and the, courts to rate men in the uh, court system and divorce. And so here you are. And now the price is going to go down. The price is going to do you own your own house, John? Hell to the no, to the no, no, no. We've owned several homes throughout my life. My family, my mom, my dad, my everything. I've seen what's happened. I've watched carefully what's happened to all of them. And let me tell you something, man. Uh, I would. I will not be buying a house anytime soon. I may one day buy land and put a little one of those prefabricated log cabins or a very, very nice uh, container home structure that's going to be permanent for a very long time on a piece of property. But no, a house, uh-uh. HOA, number one, no. I could never exist with those people. I could never coexist under the rules of, hey, you own the property, but you can't paint it this color. You can't plant a tree here. You can't cut it. Hell no. I would never do that. Never. I've done it before. It's not interesting. No, thanks. Um, also, you don't ever own your house, guys. So you can buy a piece of property. That'd be a good uh, advice for you. 
But as far as like a house, you'll pay on that thing forever. And just understand everybody, no offense if you're paying for a house, I've done it before, but you don't own the house until the house is paid for. And even when the house is paid for, you make rent payments to the government. They call it tax, but let's face it, it's rent. That's don't pay it, they take the house. They don't take anything else, they, your property's gone. So uh, no, I won't do that. There are people that are like, well, you should be making, your money should be tied up in a, mm, have you seen where the market's gone? Over the last 15 years, as far as uh, marriage, not marriage, uh, home ownership, down, 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 home, owner, home prices are going up, but people can't afford to buy them. So see, people will make the argument, well, the prices are going up and you could really make a killing. Guys, look at inflation. The money's going this way and this way. So if there's no buyers available for these $700,000, $100,000 homes you have, you're not making money until you sell the house. And if you bought only one house and you got to sell the house, but you got to buy a new house, well, your money's, it's not really, but people will act like home ownership is the, mm -mm, no, man, I would be very careful. If you own a house, great. Keep that shit under wraps, put some money in the bank and get ready for uh, a cold winter. If there ever is one, if there ever is one, they get the house and the divorce. Yes. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Yeah. James did a stream about 30 minutes ago. I was there. It was a phenomenal stream, guys. Go check out the Hamsters channel. Somebody post his link in here, if you don't mind, or he can post it. He should be a moderator in here. But yeah, I highly recommend his uh, his channel as well. Great, great content. A lot of fun. Let's jump into the next bit of this live stream and then I'll jump back in the chat. Oh, hope I feel better. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, I'm a grumpy old man. Welcome. Glad to have you here, sir. Good to see everybody. Kush in the building. Kush is here. What's up, sir? Mm, mm, mm. I'm telling you, my man, like I've, uh, you know, you live enough and you learn enough and you're like, hey, wait a minute. There's a there's a different way to do this. Let me just tell you right now, man, the best piece of advice I can give a man. I had somebody ask me this on a phone call the other day. The best piece of advice I can give you is understand that the way of doing things and everything else that you've been pre-programmed to think has probably also been based off the same lies, Santa Claus, sex, women are great. All of these other things that like you, everything you do, do it differently, do it out of the box, do it a different way. You know, when I tell you all about me working, like I'll do some YouTube and then I've got a part-time and a part-time and a part-time and a part-time and a 1099 here, 1099 here, 1099 here, W2 at one or two, just so that, you know, but like you have to think differently. If you try to do things like the standard operating procedure in America, you're going to fail. That shit has failed damn near everyone that's gone down that road, with the exception of the people who thought outside the box and were like, no, nah, I'm going to do things differently. You have to learn to think differently, guys. Be adaptable. It's the number one lesson in the Marine Corps. Learn to adapt. You have to make adjustments. You can't keep going down the same plan if the same plan has failed everybody else. So make, make adjustments, guys. Remember, if you're doing what society's telling you, get married, get the white picket fence, work two jobs, pay for it. She'll love it. You'll be married forever. And man, let's try a different approach, gentlemen. Let's try a different approach. How many people do you think are on antidepressants in the United States, guys? How many would you say? 
What ratio, I wonder, one wonders often, what ratio do men and women are on antidepressants? Antidepressants, how many, I wonder? Huh. During the key findings, 2015, 2018, 13.2% of adults over 18 years old, blah, 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 blah. Higher use was with women, 17.7% was women. Huh. Huh. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Let me look at this one here real quick. Let's see this one. I think I lost one of my files potentially, but hold on. Let's see for sure. Here it is. There it is. I just wasn't sharing it with you boys. I was being very stingy. Mm-mm. There we go. Let's look at this one. Let's look at this one, boys. Let's get that out of here. Let's bring this one in. Let me take a peek at it. So about one in 10 Americans over 12 takes antidepressants. About one in 10 Americans, guys. We all see this. Well, when you think about what, how many people are in America? I mean, what's the population of America? Now that we're looking at that, because the math is where it really gets interesting, guys. That's what really tells us a story here. U.S. population and sex and age, blah, blah, blah. 2021, U.S. was approximately 33.1 or 30, 331.89 million. That's a lot of people, U.S. population, and that's 2021. So, and that's also not factoring how many of those were, uh, you know, some of that was fraudulent. There's more than 300, yeah, 330 million channel 1800. Yeah, sorry, it takes me a second to get there when it's early in the morning, guys. Well, let's look at that number real quickly. There's the number right there, 331 million. Okay, well, let's say, you know, 10 people, you know, one in 10. Well, you divide that number by 10, you're left with 33 million people are walking around stoned to the tits on antidepressants right now. That's the math, guys. We just need to look as far as the math. That's why I love doing these shows is because I get to pull up all these stats and these numbers and say, hey, let's look at the stats. Let's look at the math. The math doesn't lie. People lie. People can manipulate and change the meaning of words and do all of these other clever things. But the math always tells a story. The math. Where's the money? Follow the money. That's the. They tell you that for a reason, because the money is the math. Because no matter what, nobody's getting fucked on either side of the transaction. So the money's always, the number's always the number. You owe me this much, I'm getting this much. This is, you see what I mean? Like we can play with words, we can play with everything else. But when it comes to money and math and the numbers and the, the numbers don't lie. So there are an extreme number of women that take antidepressants. That's sad in and of itself. But if we really think about that and what that means, I mean, why do you think that is? I'm pulling my slides up for you guys. Don't you worry. And the slides are not really important because I'm sure you already know this is where we are. It's become cool 
to be afflicted with something mentally. It's become cool to have some sort of is or ism or you know what I mean? And believe me, guys, I in no way am putting down on any of this mental issues, that is. But sometimes I wonder if it's become cool to have some sort of thing. I wonder how many people is are having a thing just from, you know what I mean? Do you ever wonder that? Like how many people would just kind of show up and be like, hey, I got a thing too. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. Look how crazy I am. And then imagine this. Imagine then it would become cool to like make little TikToks or posts about it. Look at me. I'm a nut. Hey, I'm in Walmart and I'm I'm giving this old man a noogie here in the store. Hey, I'm silly. You know what I mean? Like this would encourage bad behavior in human beings based on what I know about most human beings. That's us. I mean, look, I'm one of you. I'm one of you nuts. But uh, I think this would be bad. Yeah. It's a lot, guys. It's a lot. Mm, mm, mm. Being adaptable is the most important trait. MGTOW, I mean, Mountain MGTOW, what's up? Good to see you, brother. He comes with a positive, uplifting, manly greeting to fellow men. You should have seen this as this. Many men get hurt and in their feeling, oh, I can't believe what a, uh, uh. this is a friendly thing, man. You should know this about men by now. This is something we sometimes do to one another. Also, what's up, Mountain? Good to see you. Yeah, I would say, Raw, that that's a low percentage. I would say the, the number is probably low, but that's also, you have to think how many people take them but aren't prescribed them. That number is based off the prescription, the known number of people that take head meds. Remember, there's known knowns and known unknowns, and some known unknowns are, could be triple the original known because there's a lot of women that take head medications or other pharmaceuticals that may not be prescription. I know, believe it or not, there's maybe some people that potentially use prescription medication without a quote unquote prescription. Good to see everybody. So when we think about this, could it then feasibly become possible to want to pretend that you have some kind of like a is or a thing that's bothering you or I mean, could it become possible to like my channel? It's been a minute since we've looked at. Let's take a look at this lady here. Now, this is an interesting video that she's telling us about. Um, well, do you think it's possible that people could later try to pretend to have this problem? Let me find the name of this lady's video. TikTok turned mental illness into a quirky trend. Oh no, it's become cool to be crazy batshit. Imagine that, guys. Let's watch. TikTok, honestly, in fairness, it's because that app irons on my brain workles like nothing else. But there's been a community slash culture, if you will, that I have a few questions for. I'm in my Lana era, apparently. And that corner of the app would be none other than Boring. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. The me mental illness community. Yeah, we're going there today. I'm sure I'm not going to regret this at all. If you like these kinds of videos, by the way, feel free to subscribe. Yeah, feel free to subscribe to my channel too, man. I'm with this chick. 
But go ahead and hit subscribe on Johnny's channel. Before we do get into everything, though, you might be noticing that I'm wearing a different sweater. And that's thanks. <sighs> oh, shit. Here we go. I was hoping we were going to have a serious chat about mental illness and everything. But by all means, let's let's discuss the sweater. We were all just thinking about the sweater you were wearing. To today's sponsor, ThreadUp. If you haven't heard of them before, ThreadUp is an online consignment and thrift store. I'm a really big fan of them just because, honestly, I've never really caught the physical. You are an amateur grifter, ma'am. ...thrifting bug. Over the years, I really wanted to get into thrifting more often or just buying secondhand in general, but every single time I would go into a thrift store, it felt like all I could find was like old Minion merch with ketchup stains on it. But ThreadUp just makes it a lot easier because you can sort through everything by item, size, brand, or color, and there's new items every day. Basically, it's the perfect combination between the ease of online shopping, but you still get the perks of buying secondhand, whether that's a good deal or just being better for the environment because you're buying used stuff instead of new clothes. I thought it Boring. Show you guys some of the stuff I picked up recently. One of my favorites is definitely oh, the scarf. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 uh. Where's the mental illness stuff, bro? I would have watched this video first if I'd have known she was going to go on a 20 minute grift about clothes, guys. I apologize. Get out if you're looking for new clothes with spring. Holy shit. She's. See, women, this is why people can't take y'all seriously. This is the problem. You put out this video about TikTok causing mental illness and everything where I don't even know how many minutes into the damn video here. 2.25 minutes and this broad's still talking about clothes. Women, look, I get it. You're, it's your grift. You got a sponsor. You sell some clothes. You make a little money. You get to live your life as a mental illness slash clothing sales whore. I got it. Can we please get to the information? Different types of content that fall under the umbrella of mental illness content, but okay. I feel like a good Thank place you. to start Thank is probably you. the most common type that you see on TikTok, which clothing salespeople is the whole style of signs you have blank. Because these videos are everywhere, but the signs themselves are a little bit general, just a little bit. Okay, I'll start off with this one: things I didn't know were related to ADHD. Sorry, ADHD. Listening to one song on repeat. I do that. Emotions go from zero to 60. Yeah, I'd say I do that too. Skin picking. <sighs> Women, what are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? JR, good morning, sir. Good to see you. As a psychology major, it is everyone falls under some sort of mental illness. All right, just know you're not alone. Yes, guys. And it's not a bad thing sometimes. I mean, unless you focus on it and, and make it a bad thing. I mean, I don't know. She was afflicted by demons. Yeah. Being intrusive, obsessive thought. Yeah, I, I do all of this. Midnight. Stuff. I'm not totally sold on this, though. I think we need to watch one more. All right, this one says six signs you may have ADHD. Adult edition? What's going on here? You are mentally ill, but in a sexy way. This is not the adult stuff I was expecting. This is kind of boring. Out of the six things that she lists in this TikTok, I'd say that I... I think she's mad at that other woman for being attractive. Identify with probably like five of them. So I guess case closed. I have ADHD, according to the pharmacy of TikTok, of course. We'll put that in the fine print. In all seriousness, though, I think we need to stop taking medical advice from people. I like Dak. I miss Dak. I wish he'd come over here. People with fake vines in their room? Coming from somebody with fake vines in their room. Hey! From personal experience, I can tell you there is nothing going on upstairs. Just more vines. Right. Maybe a bit of lint. In fairness, though. Did she say a bit of lint? A bit of dryer lint? Some of you like the dryer lint hair mark that I've got, so check it out, guys. Here you go, boys. Dryer lint. Hey, 
Look here, guys. For any of those times when we were talking about a uh, crazy, you know, a woman, an older crazy woman, uh, you know, when we're just when we're being silly, guys, and they've got that dry hair. Shout out to Coach Greg. She looks like Master Splinter, as he would say. That's a Coach Greg gag. I can't take it. Um, but she, he would say that she has hair like Master Splinter. This is where Johnny would say she has hair like dryer lint. So just know that when we're talking about one of these crazy older, you know, we're going we're gonna to cut to dryer lint. Should be a lot of fun. Go ahead, ma'am. Thanks for bringing that up. You, you got me sidetracked. Though those two examples can get away with the fact that they titled their videos with things I didn't know were related to ADHD or signs you may have ADHD. So Why is there always dancing in the videos? That's what I don't understand. Women, I'm trying to take you more seriously. No, not really. But pretend that I am trying to take you more seriously. Women, why are you always dancing around? It's hard to take people seriously when they're, hey, look at me. I'm a wackadoo. I'm having a party over here. Like, why can't you be... You know, have like a monocle and maybe a book and a reading lamp. Like, why can't you, why can't we take you seriously as, as that? You want us, you're always like, hey, take me seriously. Look, I've got a, you look ridiculous. I don't understand it. Never mind. Go ahead. There is some wiggle room for deniability there, but this guy, on the other hand, just flat out says that generic things like being a perfectionist or unmotivated are signs that you didn't know you actually do because you have ADHD, so you better get that sorted. Please give me Adderall. The reason I don't love this kind of content, regardless of whether it's directly telling you you have or could have ADHD or any mental illness for that. Good morning, Mr. Trueblood. Good to see you, sir. Great to talk to you, sir. That matter if you show these signs is because it's pretty obvious that the creators that make this kind of content try to use as general signs as possible because their content will perform better if they do. The more people that see their videos and think, damn, I do that, maybe I have ADHD, the better off they are, which is why it isn't surprising that a lot of mental health content you'll see is incredibly surface level and more focused on being shareable than informative, which is incredibly harmful when you remember just how many young people are on TikTok seeing this stuff and taking it at face value. Like it's freaky to remember that TikTok at this point has a lot more visibility than Tumblr ever did. Yes, isn't that something guys? That's freaky, you know. Happy to be normal? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's uh, way too much of this going on out there. And I think that, you know, this isn't the TikTok that the, they get in the uh, C word, the C word place. They get a different version of TikTok. It's not based on daughtery, uh, insanity, and hey, let's all be as crazy and antisocial as possible because that'll be good, right? Anarchy, you've heard of it. Uh, they get a different TikTok than we get here. And we're still seeing the impact that website had on teenagers at the time when it came to mental health. Like what's gonna happen in a few years? It's also a completely other beast to tackle when you think about how most of these creators then get stuck in a box. Man, Speed Nights TV, welcome to the show. Thanks for contributing today, sir. We're very grateful. TikTok needs to be banned. This is madness. I've been saying this for a long time. This is crazy, guys. The fact that they allow this to continue and go on and when clearly it is at very least habit forming. Let's pretend that the content isn't completely, absolutely, ridiculously stupid and mind warpingly, um, you're losing IQ points when you watch it clearly. Um, let's just pretend that that's not the case. It is at very least habit forming. We all know what this is, right? None of, I don't have to have this conversation with grown men, what habits are and how they can be somewhat addictive or repetitive. It's not good for people. 
But at very least, what do they do? Oh, I'll give it to the kids. Let the kids play with it. I mean, hell, it's just, it's just, it's just, it keeps them quiet. Mommy doesn't have to do it. Just have some TikTok. China will raise you. China will raise you. Don't worry. Whether signs you have videos or their bread and butter and you wind up with. Also, Speed Nights TV, thank you so much for your donation, sir. I am very, very grateful. We're going to give you a Captain Crack Sparrow for that. And while I love Captain Crack Sparrow very much, guys, I want you to remember that it's things like TikTok that really brings the Captain Crack Sparrow to the, the forefront of entertainment and allows us to enjoy him. However, that in and of itself seems like it could potentially be a bad thing. Let's continue with the video. Then 18 part series on things you didn't know you actually do because you have ADHD. Like how many things could there possibly be that you're confident aren't spreading misinformation at that point? ADHD is definitely the new hot mental illness on the block, to milk for content at least. But by no means is it the only one. Anxiety is another really popular one where you'll see videos like this pop up, which I feel like this girl just made as strange as possible to go viral. But of course, very relatable content. I do this all the time. There was also a sound trend for anxiety that was trending on the app a while ago. I can actually be a guinea pig for this one, so I'm excited. Apparently listening to this song is going to make me do some wacky things, so get ready. This is immediately reminding me of that video of Dobby the Elf just losing his mind, but like not in a good way though. That video was funny. This is just kind of making me sad. Right, yeah, yeah. Kind of makes me sad too, to be honest with you. What advice would you give the gentleman who think too much, John Chainslayer. This is a great question for me because I am out of my mind. Um, <clears throat> gentlemen who think too much understand that your worst enemy will be sitting still. Lately, over the last week or so, while I've been really ill, I've had to be at home more, at my other outside of the house job, you know what I'm saying, more often. And I have that other job for a number of reasons, but one of them is to get out of the house because if I was just doing YouTube, I, this would be a glorified desk job and I would just be rotting away in these walls. So even though I have a beautiful lake right outside my back door and I can fish and hike and I can, I, I need to be able to go and do other things because your mind cannot sit still. People who think too much understand your natural the downward spiral is so easy to fall into because of gravity. It's just, it's a natural progression, guys. If you think too much, you have to be busy thinking about ways to improve yourself or entertain yourself at very least. Improve yourself or entertain yourself at very least. Otherwise, eventually at some point, your mind, my mind, my mind at some point will go to a dark place. It doesn't because I keep myself very busy. I, I, I know this about me. I didn't used to know this, guys. I, I used to struggle with this badly. Um, depression, being alone, all of these things used to plague me so much. It, it used to, I suffered for years, just the idea of not having someone in my life or a human or a, because I grew up and I always had people in my life, even though I was in technically an only child on my mom's side. My dad remarried. I had stepsister and then I had a half brother and then another half brother that I didn't really get to meet much. And I struggled with the idea of I always have to have someone around me. 
And it was um, a very strange point in my life where I really found love, guys. I found true love. It was, I was alone. I was, it was after the divorce. It was probably two years ago, if I had to say. I was out of money. I had no more money left, like barely nothing in the checking account. I didn't have enough money to stay at a hotel or a campground. Uh, I was in the company van and I, you know, didn't want to call anyone and say, hey, can I crash at your place? Because my personal pride as a man, my ego. And um, I remember being in that position. And now the next day I had a big check, a deposit coming in. So I would, I was going to be all right. But for that night, I was like, ah, this was the first time I had nowhere to go, nowhere to sleep, nothing to do. I had the work van. And I pulled off on like one of those uh, uh, off the interstate onto one of those like where you pull over rest areas, I guess. You know what I'm saying? And um, was like, shit, I'll, I think I can sleep here for a few hours without them giving me a hard time. And I think I slept like six hours or something like that. And then I got up and I went to Planet Fitness to take a shower because I, had, I still had the Planet Fitness membership for the very purpose of working out and being able to take a cold, uh, a hot shower if I needed to. So uh, it was at that moment that I found love. I realized that all of this shit that I had always hoped someone else would be for me, uh, I could do that for myself. Like a place to be or a place to stay or just anything. The idea of someone being there for you when you really needed them or when you, if you turn to yourself and get honest with yourself, you can do anything. And if you think too much, you can definitely do anything as long as you put your thoughts in the right direction. But you have to make the decision. For years, I did not make that decision. I wanted to sit in my shitty diaper and complain. I wanted to sit in my shitty diaper and I wanted to whine about it. And you know what? That shit never worked. It never helped me. But once I did get to the point where I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. From that day forward, I woke up for some reason smiling that next day and was like, man, I, I felt a newfound respect for myself because I was like, wait a minute. I think I can fix all this. And within that short period of time to now, like I have my own little place. It's a one bedroom. It's not a house. I don't have to have a house. I know some of you guys are like, well, you should be bragging and be one of those guys that's got the fancy cars and the... I, <laughs> once you get to a certain point where you're comfortable with you and you really love you and are willing to put you first for the first time, I know a lot of you have been putting everyone else, family members, friends, you name it, everybody. Oh, it's the best. You got to have people in you. Take a year for yourself and be completely 100% selfish about what's best for you for a year. I said this the other day in a live stream. Maybe last night, I can't remember. I recommend that for every man because once you do this, you'll be able to put your power of thinking too much into bettering yourself constantly. And if you start, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but 10 years down the road, you can really have done so. I mean, I've done something that I didn't even think was possible in a very short period of time. And while doing that was still working a full-time job, trying to launch a YouTube. Somehow YouTube started catching traction. So in the last, what would I say, a year and a half in that post the other day, I've made 641 YouTube videos. 
So while balancing all this other shit and my life being at its lowest, it was thinking too much that actually saved me. Doing too much. That's why I tell you men, we have no room for laziness in our lives because it will, it will destroy us. It will break us. Laziness will make you beta. You get comfortable in what happens. Guys, listen, when you're at your most uncomfortable, you will be at your best. You will be hardened. You will be defined. You will be resulting in coming to the conclusions that you need to in life and, and taking on the things that happen in daily life. That's where a man is at his best. A woman will be at her worst under these conditions. She's not made for this kind of pressure. I'm sorry, ladies. I don't mean to sound sexist. You're just not. Think about it. If you're with a woman and you're, everything's good and everything's happy, she loves you. Everything's great. But when things go south and they get tense and you start like buckling down and you're like, I'm going to work more hours and I'm going to fix this and I'm going to, you're doing better during that time frame. She's falling apart and getting ready to leave you. Because they, 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 they can't handle that kind of pressure. They're out. They're, they're, bye. Got to go. Ease you over here. See you later. This is what they do. But we still, as long as we don't get in our head and think too much without taking action in other areas of our lives, we will get better. We will get stronger. Chainslayer, you really took me off course here with this one. But I'm glad you did. This is an important message for men. You, when things are, you're working your ass off and you're, you're working out, you're keeping active, you're eating right, you're going to work, you're working a lot of hours at maybe even two jobs. Maybe one of them's a W-2, maybe none of them's a W-2, and it's 1099 work, but you're working hella hours, making money, progressing yourself, not money to spend on a bitch, not money to impress people, not so you can have a fancy house and a payment. And most people that make over $100,000 a year live check to check. Coach Greg had the status up the other day. I don't remember what the exact number was. I just remember I saw it and I saw the, the information from a reputable source. So most people, they're living check to check, man. That's no way to live. Trust me, it's way better to not have shit and just have money in the bank. And then people can be like, oh, you live in a one bedroom apartment with some blue lights behind you? I sure do. Yep. And they, they can, some of them can barely pay their rent. They got a big house and a fancy car and a, if you think too much, gentlemen, put it to work for you, because if you sit and you get lazy and you get complacent, thinking too much will be your demise. That's my advice. That's my advice. Let's continue with the show. Sorry about that, guys. We, get, we went a little haywire. I think too much. Sorry. I don't really understand what part of the song is making this girl act the way she is right now, though. Because she looks like she's stopping just short of scaling a wall. Like the song is bad, but it's not that bad. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. It's not like they put on TikTok's new bisexuality anthem. I'm not a raging full-on lesbo. Not my circus, not my monkeys, though. We need to get back to this. It wasn't just this girl who was acting a bit extra. Well, this girl, she's, uh, you know, she's edgy, guys. Watch out here. In her videos, though, like, this girl who also did the trend looks pretty horrified as well. So, I honestly feel a bit left out. I just feel like more was expected from me. Like, I was supposed to hit the quan when it came on. Or a wall. But as I'm sure... My man said, let's go, Brad. <laughs> Shout out to Biden. I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years old or two. I don't know. A lot of you would assume, since these reactions are a bit dramatic, to say the least, a lot of people did have some pushback for them. One of the common responses to this trend was, 
Morning, Beth. Other users with diagnosed anxiety reacting to the sound and showing that they had zero reaction to it in comparison. And I think this is where the problem with reducing a mental illness to a TikTok trend in the name of awareness becomes dare I say, a little problematic. Because all people drumming up a reaction for the camera for these trends does is start pointless debates and could potentially convince younger people that this is what anxiety looks like. Which honestly bastardizes it more than anything. Like, you could almost mistake this video for someone who thought that anxiety wasn't real and was clowning people who claim to have it. But this kind of content keeps showing up because over-dramatized videos do well on TikTok. And by no means is it the only kind. The other really shareable mental illness content I'd say is pretty similar to these signs you have blank style of video you see a lot, but I'd say is less nefarious on the end of the poster. And that's when people will go onto places like TikTok or Twitter and share experiences from their own mental health journey that others will then take out of context to use to diagnose themselves. A recent example, actually, that I could not believe how on the nose this ended up being was when this TikTok went viral. You, my child is completely fine. That TikTok ended up turning into a viral tweet that said, just found out chills means you have anxiety, which then went on to get replies like this. I thought I low-key had Tourette's. <laughs> At night I can't sleep, I toss a turd. Oh man, goddamn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. And I wasn't gonna say anything. I found this online, now I'm questioning if I have Tourette's. You couldn't get a more prime example of how harmful this pipeline is. Like, how do you get from someone saying that they found it from their therapist in likely multiple sessions that the chills are an effect of their anxiety to then... I'm gonna pause on Mountain MGTOW statement here because this is a good one too. Again, guys, this is what I do here. Sorry, if you're new to my channel, I'm all over the place, but I interact with the people in my chat. I like to bring them in and make them part of the show. Uh, abandonment is very tough psychological stress to deal with. Yes, it is. His next comment says, but it makes you stronger, which is my point exactly, guys. I'm going to do a video called the worst times in my life were the best times in my life or the worst things that happened to me were the best things that had to happen to me. I don't know the title yet, but it touches on this. It's the idea that like these things are terrible. Of course, we've been through abandonment before several times late, uh, guys, but understand that, um, Going through these things that damn near kill us, but don't definitely make us stronger. I know that's a cat poster. I get it, but it is true. Um, that's the reason it's such a popular saying. It's one of those that like going through some things, uh, suffering through some things, guys. Uh, it's good for you. Like it's a good thing. You don't think it would be, but it is. It makes you stronger. Let's continue with the nice video here of the lady. Preparing to diagnose yourself with Tourette's. The bar is in hell, by the way. And this is basically a DSM-5 version of broken telephone. Damn, she's funny, guys. Boy, I tell you what, aren't women funny? Let's all give her a hand for the... I will say in fairness, this tweet did not go down without a fight. The quote tweets on this are a mess. But in response to the criticism, the original poster had actually tweeted out this screenshot with the caption, you get your medical info from TikTok, you're just cold. Google is fucking free goofy. And the screenshot is just confirming that the chills can be a sign of anxiety. And the thing is, she's not wrong, technically. If you put- Anybody know what she's talking about? I, I gotta admit, guys, I lost it a little bit there. I think I dozed off for a second. No offense, lady. Into Google, are the chills a sign of anxiety? It's gonna give you answers like this, which validate your assumption that made you search it in the first place. But if you were to Google for the chills and leave the- Oh, Zach Davis, great comment. Let's touch on this one, guys. Fantastic. Excellent comment. Let me just, hold on. Let's go, let's screen it here for a moment. So stop caring about others then, Zach. 
stop caring about what others think about you. It doesn't mean don't care about them. A lot of people hear this and they think that I'm telling you to be some sort of egomaniac sociopath or just care about yourself or just to no. It doesn't mean treat other people badly. It just means be okay with people having a problem with you. If you take a stance on something and someone else doesn't like it, maybe a family member is of a different political persuasion than you are or something, and you take a stance on it and their viewpoint is, well, if you don't agree with me, then I'm not going to like you anymore or I'm not going to be cool with you anymore. Well, then you have to realize that they're an asshole. Like they're putting you in a position of, you know, kind of terrorism. They're saying like, well, they're holding their friendship or coolness with you as a weapon against you. And people will do this. People you love, people in your family, friends of yours, people will do that. Well, if you don't think like I think, then you have to stop caring what other people think about you. You don't have to stop caring about other people. I know a lot. Look, there are people on this planet right now that have done me wrong that I love greatly. I just, they're, you know, you spend enough time with people you love them. You don't stop caring about them. That would be callous and somewhat insincere. If you can turn off emotion like that, then the emotion was never true to begin with, true or false. So you don't stop caring about them, but you have to be willing to make some enemies. This is a powerful message for men. I know men, this is going to be one of those some of you may or may not be ready to hear, but you have to stop giving a shit what other people think about you and stand on your own ground on things. You have to pick a side. You can't be in the gray zone anymore. You can't be in the back and forth between the black and the white and the all things in life. You have to know exactly where the fuck you are as a human being and as a man. And you have to know that some people will like it and some people will not like it. And you don't have to stop caring about the people you disagree with. That's a common misconception a lot of people think. They're like, well, if we disagree, we have to hate each other. We don't actually have to do that. We can still have respect for each other as human beings. I know that sounds complicated, but it is possible. This was used to be a thing. People could have disagreements, vehement disagreements, and not stab each other or shoot each other. It used to be possible. And things got done back in those days amongst the human beings. But Zach, learn that people will use your caring for them as a weapon against you, as a manipulation tool. So be mindful of that. I'm not telling you to stop caring about them. I'm telling you to stop caring what they think. This will be very difficult for certain people, of course. Uh, your parents, of course. You, wanna, you want your parents to always look at you with a certain level of you know what I mean? Like you're the, you, you understand. Um, however, Zach, I'm 46. I'm in a position, both of my parents have passed on. And while I love everyone else on the planet, I don't, everyone else can think what they want to think. I'm doing, you know, doing the best I can with a very rough situation. As far as a guy with five kids, divorced twice, married 23 years, like I'm still positive and upbeat and be mindful of how you care about how people think about you because they will use that against you or to control you. They'll tell you that you're not good enough or you're a failure or you are. Some people will do this. Some people that claim to be close to you or care about you will put you down to your face. So be careful. Sometimes it's a wife, guys. I'm not saying that happened to me. I'm just saying like sometimes it's a woman, a wife, a mother, an auntie, a 
you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you should be, be mindful. Let's continue. The anxiety part out, you'll see that people experience the chills for a lot of different reasons. Anxiety showed up initially because you put it in the search to begin with. The whole chills means you have anxiety narratives started because one person made a TikTok about their personal experience, which then went on to go viral, and now other people are taking it out of context to apply to themselves. And now that misinformation has been spread to hundreds of thousands of people that could potentially misdiagnose themselves based on it. And obviously this is only one example. There are many misconceptions about tons of different illnesses. Since we're talking about about Googling already, I feel like this is probably a good point in the video to talk about a common rebuttal a lot of people have when it comes to the topic of self-diagnosing, which is that getting a diagnosis can be quite expensive and a lot of people just don't have Hope, what's up, sir? That luxury, which of course is true, but does that mean that you should be turning to social media apps out of all things that have been shown to peddle misinformation about mental health when you're trying to understand your possible symptoms? Probably not. And not everyone who's self-diagnosed is someone who's just not in the position to be able to get a diagnosis. Some people just like to lie for attention online. And a question I wanted to try to answer in this video is, why would anybody do this? Why would somebody want to fake a disorder? I think we can actually look back at Tumblr for an explanation on this because illnesses like depression, anxiety, and OCD were to Tumblr what ADHD and DID are to TikTok today, in that they were the mental illnesses that were constantly intertwined into people's online personalities, content, and aesthetic to the point where people would want to fake them to be in with the group. You still see this today with the whole sad girl thing going on right now that people throw onto anything and everything. If you drink iced coffee or you like Phoebe Bridges or Mitski, Congratulations! You're depressed. When half the time the artists themselves don't even identify with the archetype that their fans are building online based on themselves and their music. New Mitski, it's a big day for sad witches with a B. You know, the sad girl thing was. Chan, what's up, sir? Good to see you. As always, my brother, as always. Guys, keep it civil with everyone, please, in the chat. I sure would appreciate you. Productive and tired like five, ten years ago, and it still is today. I mean, I get this person. We can agree to disagree. That's the best way to say it. We can agree to disagree on some things. It's okay. It means really well, and I appreciate them. But let's let's retire the sad girl shit. It's it's over. I just think the current state of the internet, where you have people obsessed with attaching a buzzword and its coordinated internet personality type to themselves, and there being a never-ending pit of content that encourages that behavior, is exactly why mental health conversations. Well, the problem is that the content is monetized. I mean, that's not necessarily the problem, but here's the the thing we have to understand, guys. We've gone to a world where monetization of the individual is an actual thing now. This didn't used to be. You used to, to be famous or to be in the public eye, you used to have to go through a channel and be approved by whoever. And you know what I mean? There was a process. Now the individual can be monetized through all these different social media platforms. And because of that, everything has gone towards monetization. If you want to know why the 304 culture is the way the 304 culture is right now, it's because it pays better than working at Starbucks. It pays better than working at The Gap. It pays like for a woman, for a girl. It pays better. And I don't mean a little bit. It's the difference between going and making like $14, $15 an hour between making like $100, $150 an hour. Like I know a couple of girls that do some live streams. Just don't ask. Um, that, but they can do non-nude live streams just as a pretty girl. And one of them's like a gamer girl, uh, uh, you know, a cosplay girl, <laughs> but, 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 
just being in costume and like chilling and, and doing like a live stream, she can make several thousand dollars. So why would, you know what I'm saying? Like just being a cute girl even. So certainly all of these other girls that are showing whatever they're showing and making a hundred grand a month or 50 grand a month or 10 grand, a, why would you go and work at another job? And this is true for everything. So now this apply this same thought to these people that are doing TikToks or whatever about mental illnesses that they do or do not have to show or show the exaggerated effects of or to give tips or whatever. All that's monetized also, not as much as like the signups and the member fees and the, but they can get ad revenue through whatever platform it is via Facebook, you know, YouTube, whatever. So because of that, there's an incentive for people now to make content about anything that people lash onto. So if someone lashes onto, hey, I'm a crazy unicorn person, next thing you know, there's going to be 20 million new unicorn people. We live in a vast world full of all sorts of different folks. And if someone's like, hey, maybe I can monetize this. I got a unicorn mask. Let's do this. Here we go. You see what I'm saying? So it's a, it's one of those weird places we get into where we're in a monetized world right now where people are monetizing themselves. You might look at me and think, wow, John, I love your talking points. You're obviously a genius. You're a very handsome man, um, but I don't like that you're monetized. Well, you have to understand that like this is where things are going to, guys. If you get on board now, you'll be one of those people they talk about where they're like, yeah, he wants... It, 20 years ago, it, it, we thought it was going to be about content. And look at how everything is progressing. 20 years from now, dude, content's going to be, your fucking wallpaper in your house is going to be a big TV screen. Trust me, like this is where we're going. Bigger screens, more envelopment, more involvement, more communication. Content, guys. Get on the bandwagon. Get some ROI from this because this is where we're going. Let's get back into the nice ladies video here, guys. But understand that part of the problem with this mental illness fad is that it's content for anybody. Young kids can come up with the content. People on TikTok can come up with the content. Anything at all that human emotions go to, like every day. Hang on. I'm, I know I've gotten off the video for a second. I'm going to show you this real quick so I can prove my point. Although I feel like I've done a pretty thorough job so far. Every morning I come on here to Google Trends and I see what's trending and see if anything's trending that might be red pill related, manosphere related, anything at all that I can use. It shows me how many searches there are for each individual item. I can see what's popular. Well, if I come on here one morning and videos about, you know, mental illness are popular and then I'm a TikToker, well, I get on my TikTok and I'm like, hey, uh, look, look at all this. I'm mentally this and I got this and I got this and I got this. It's monetized, which means all the grifters will come out. Shout out to me, guys. I'm hoping to get one of Coach Greg Adams' yearly grifty awards. He gives out grifties every year. So or he's ones about he's other disorders do. online. I'm hoping to get a grifty. Anyways, let's jump back in. Almost never go further than the surface level awareness of it all. It's just a feedback loop of people reminding each other that they're also experiencing it. And I think the combination of people intertwining their likes and dislikes so heavily with their mental illnesses and the state of mental illness content online is why people misdiagnose themselves with disorders based on small similarities all the time. The conversations online are surface level. So how do you expect people to not come to surface level Man, <laughs> you guys are getting some good stuff today, Chan. I know, guys, we're going to get back to the lady and her crazy TikTok video in a minute or video about crazy on TikTok. But this right here, guys, you have to stand firm on what you believe in. More people will respect that 
rather than being lukewarm in life. Understand this, guys. I know I'm an asshole. I know I'm a bit of a cold, black-hearted. I get it. I get it, guys. Understand this. You know where you stand with me. You know where I stand. That's a, a good thing. You see, when you, if you know a snake is venomous, you have a level of respect for the snake. You and the snake give each other a little space and a little room, and you understand if you don't know an animal is dangerous and something bad happens, you didn't even know. You had no clue. If someone is pretending to always be nice and agreeable and this and that, but they really think these other things behind your back, but they won't tell you that because they don't want to create any static, any ripples in the water. They don't want any animosity or uneasiness in the interactions with you. Well, you don't know that they might be your enemy. But if I'm up front telling you how I think, feel, and react and telling you, hey, well, you know, I'm, I just disagree with that. No, thanks. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I suggest in my asshole behavior. I just tell you, like, I think this way. If you think a different way, that's totally acceptable. Totally fine. I'm not going to argue with you. Go think it somewhere else. Very simple. Very, uh, you know, very calm, relaxed, avoiding any alterations. But... I don't pretend. That's the difference. And that's important in life, guys. Men will respect this in you. If they know where you stand, men will, they may not like you, but they will respect you. You ever see that video with uh, old Uncle Earl? She's like, don't you want respect? And he's like, damn the respect. Oh, man. I, I mean, I, you can respect me or not. If you don't respect me, you're out. I don't, nothing else to do. But it's the people that respect me on their own naturally. I don't have to want for it. It's a guys, don't be wishy-washy in life. People will respect you for it. Let's get back into this nice lady. Conclusions. And I think this is where as people living with mental illness, we do have to take a tiny bit of responsibility. You can't expect everybody online to view your comments about your mental illness with the same nuance that you have because you're actually experiencing it. I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with making content or jokes out of your illnesses. It's none of my sure. fucking business. Do whatever you right. want. But at this uh -huh. point, I just feel like we can't be it's not my business. Here's my video. Subscribe and hit like. Surprise that, of course, passerbys are going to engage with that content and uh -huh. either come to conclusions about themselves. So passersby like yourself, like myself, like we're all making the content, lady. But I hear you. Go ahead. Tells based on it or find an incentive to fake an illness to feel like they're more a part of that community. I'm not saying it's right by any means, but I just don't think we can be surprised. Like, look at this TikTok. Four signs you have depression. You never get out of bed. You stay up all night. You always put others before you. You always feel left out. I mean, this video could also double as a science with a grandpa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but okay. Off the bat, I will say I love the creativity on this one. Lost opportunity on the song choice, though. The now she's a movie critic or a TikTok critic. I don't know, for honestly, to be to be serious with you. Brother Chan, thank you so much for your donation on the Cash App. Love you, brother. Much love. The Little Liars theme song was quite literally right there. But more importantly, anybody would watch this and probably just immediately scoff at it because these things aren't enough to diagnose you with depression. Yet there are tons of accepted TikToks, tweets, and memes that say things like all Oh, Zach, buddy. Ooh. I'm a people pleaser. That'll be so hard to do. Zach, I have to make a video. I used to be a people pleaser too. I need to make a video about this, maybe a live stream or a, I, um, I used to really be a people pleaser. And I got to tell you, man, that shit doesn't end well for you. I made so many people, you can't even please them really. 
it's just they go from different demand to different demand to different demand because you keep wanting to please them. So they use that. It's a very, it's common. It's not a, you know what I mean? Like you're, when you're willing to help and people know you're willing to help and to try to make them happy, they will even not ne necessarily nefariously, but they will use that. It's a human trait. Whiskey fans are depressed that are just as general as this kind of content and technically contribute to the conversation just as reductively. The message doesn't change whether the person posting it is actually depressed or not because the people engaged. This is a good one, Pro Mansplainer. Good to see you. Before you think you're depressed, make sure you're not surrounded by assholes. This is, I can't tell you how much this makes me smile. There are times in my life where I look back and I wasn't happy and I'm like, oh, I was living with someone that made me feel like I was uh, no good or not good enough or constantly, in a, you know, didn't stack up. And this is more than one human. Like this is a, a gang of different people, individuals that I was like, oh, every day I work with this person that makes me feel like garbage. Oh, OK. Or I live with this person or good point. Pro mansplainer. Love it. Engaging with it won't know you enough to know if you're actually telling the truth. I think another element of it all is definitely the obsession the internet has right now with prescribing every possible quirk and experience in their life with some sort of buzzword. You see it a lot with the misuse of words like gaslighting, love bombing. I'm going to tell you right now, guys, understand this. This and foremost, I, we have to understand this. Since the advent of the internet, human beings have not caught on to one simple fact. And that fact is this. Labels have always been a bad thing. You're black, I'm white, you're gay, you're straight. You're, it's the labeling that segregates and separates us as human beings. It always has been. But what we don't understand, or at least many people have not caught on to yet, is the fact that labels have become very commonplace because of tags. Let me explain. In order to make something socially findable, which people have been trying to do for the last 20 years or more because of the internet, um, they tag things with one word tags, either a hashtag or comma, this word, comma, this word, comma, this word, tags, meta tags, so to speak. What the reason this is important is because now there's so many different things and they have to label this thing. And then once they create a label for this behavior, person, type of person, type of, they've got a tag that they can now promote on social media to discuss this thing that they're trying to discuss. It's a very simple human interaction. However, it does vastly increase the use of individual one word labels. And that has always been a bad thing. Think of the terms of labels that were used racially for whoever, whites, blacks, Jewish people, whatever. There's labels for all of the people, and each label is a classification. Well, we've classified every different subsection of a human behavior to now we have what's known as uh, hyper-individualism. Ke uh, Kevin Samuels was going to do a video about this before he passed away. He didn't get to do the video. I want to do a video on it, but I have to really plan that one. That's, that's, it's a deep, but this is the idea behind hyper-individualism. Once you have a thousand labels to describe one person, you can't have a talk about any person because all of it becomes, well, it's not this because of that. And then they have this also, but then you're not taking into, you can't even have a conversation anymore because everything's boiled down to one word labels, one word buzzwords, one word tags, meta tags. In my opinion, of course. But then again, guys, I'm a little crazy.
Pulse Kebab. I'm not sure who this broad is. She just was making a video about people using TikTok to show off and, uh, you know, or to use disease culture or mental culture to uh, promote. I'm not really sure what her name is. I'd have to try to find her. I can tell you the name of the video and that might help you search for it if you want to find her name. Give me a second and I'll do that. Empath, which we all saw in the West Elm Caleb situation, but it even extends to people self-diagnosing themselves with things like IBS. Like you guys are really making people gatekeep irritable bowel syndrome now. What's next? Athlete's foot? Well, I gotta tell you, man, her comedy is just absolutely athlete's foot. I get it. I get it. Sounds like some Brandon Trueblood comedy. Hey, shout out to Brandon Trueblood. I'm just kidding, sir. Good to see you, my man. Dervy, the only time I ever want to hear about someone's bowel movements on the internet is if they're quoting that Fiber One Bar post from Reddit. If it's not inhaling through my mouth, exhaling through my ass, continuous loud moans are destroying my asshole. Well, I guess this is the uh, risque part of her humor. Here comes the here comes the funny guys. I'm sorry, I don't want to see it. You might have noticed, by the way, that I haven't really talked about depression content that much. And you don't say. Three minutes of your your video was about shirts and clothing. Uh, yeah, we we might have noticed. And that's just because I feel like at this point we've all suffered through enough fake deep depression content to last us several lifetimes. So now you're just exposing us to your real depression content? Is that the, the thought process? I can't not mention this one TikTok account that I stumbled on while I was making this video. This one is called I Diagnose You With Depress, which also has a username that gets right to the point. You have depression. Sweet. Dear struggling person, you may feel like you don't belong anywhere. You may feel like no one likes you, but I'm here to tell you there is one person that cherishes you and wants you to notice him. His name is Jesus Christ. I know you guys aren't going to believe me, but I was actually taking this series for a second. Jesus, really? We're going there? The music they chose for this. Well, she certainly seems like a well-informed broad, guys. Makes it sound like he's looming in the back of your classroom under a hoodie. He made the earth in six days. Who's to say he can't fix you in one day? One quick Chevy. What's up, brother? Good to see you. All right, in that case, what's the holdup then? Let's fix what's going on upstairs. Feels like there's two hamsters fighting over a ping pong. Mm. Brandon Trueblood, thank you, thank you, guys. This is all I've ever wanted to be known as, quite frankly. If I ever did have a tombstone and I don't want one, let's look, here's the thing, guys. Promise me this. Once I'm gone, just pretend I never existed. No one remember me, none of the... <laughs> this is... And it's okay, like, I, I love being part of your lives and all this stuff, guys, but it's always when guys are, like, once they pass away, that's when everyone comes out of the woodwork. Hey, that guy owed me $4, and he was a terrible guy, and he used to do all these things with these broads, and eh, you guys just forget I was ever here. But in the meantime, let's have a good time together. Good to see you, Brando. Good to see you, sir. Punk ball in here, which now that I'm saying that out loud, that sounds fun in theory. It's not. I hate to end this video pessimistically, but honestly, going through all the stuff I found on TikTok, I think that app has the potential to be doing damage to mental health conversations online in the name of awareness at a rate and scale much larger than Tumblr ever did. And Tumblr was bad. Don't get me wrong here though, of course there are a ton of great resources now on the internet for people who can't get a formal diagnosis or just want to learn more about mental health, but... Yeah guys, go to WebMD and ask them. Yeah. 
I feel a little depressed. You'll end up with like bowel cancer by tomorrow, or at least according to WebMD. Damn, do you ever have to shovel through a pile of shit to get there? I know a lot of you guys have shared your experience with mental illness in the past, so if you're comfortable, definitely feel free to share your thoughts below. I'm only one opinion, right? But hopefully you guys did enjoy the video. If you did, feel free to give it a like and subscribe to the channel. It really helps. Nah. 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 Hoska Bob, that video was entitled, where is this piece of shit? Uh, TikTok turned mental illness into a quirky fad or something. Quirky trend. She's got all the buzzwords. Quirky, trend, mental illness. Hell, she nailed it with this video, quite frankly. I mean, honestly, from like a, a content creator standpoint, she killed it. Like this was a, out of the park. All of the buzzwords are right there in the title. Trendy mental illness. Here we go. Bing, bang, boom, bada, boom, bada, bow, pow. You know what I'm saying, guys? How is everybody? Mile High Ronan in the building. Good to see you. Good to see you, sir. I like that name, Mile High Ronan. Fantastic name, guys. Mm, mm, mm. Mile High Ronan. I was going to show you guys. Let's continue. Let's continue. Ah, let's see who else is in the chat, guys. So this is something that's going on. Women everywhere are trying to show how nutso they are for some reason. And I think it's because it's a trendy thing now to have like a little thing about you. Oh, I'm crazy. I'm obviously women know that the Chads and Tyrones know that women actually, um, women who are nuts, guys, look, don't tell anyone I'm telling you this, but it's like some people think that women who are kind of crazy have better peace leaf. Like, you know, or wilder in the bed or are freakier in the bed. And look, I don't want to say that fatherless women or women with issues have any of this, but there may be some correlation there, but it would be bad for you. That would be bad. It would end badly for you. It usually does, does end bad for you guys. Uh, so... I would say just avoid them in general, but definitely if you're one of those guys like, I want a good crazy girl for a good night in the sack, well, there's going to be a cost to that. Be be mindful. She might have one of her friends come over and like steal your car stereo while she's keeping you entertained. Like you just never know, boys. You never know. Good to see everybody in here. Yeah, she is word salading people, dude. She is literally like just bloop, 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 Some girls will do that, though, word salad. But you have to expect it from her. If you didn't catch the beginning of the video when we started on her video, that was two minutes and like 50 seconds of her talking about a sweatshirt in a video about TikTok and mental illness. Like the first few minutes were her sponsored, advertised. I mean, like I said, guys, they're going, everybody's monetizing. Get on the bandwagon while you can. <laughs> you know, Pope, I got to tell you, you're not even wrong. I don't want to suggest that maybe you're just not even wrong. There's a lot of things that at some point, somebody is going to have to be the voice of reason and just be like, hey, look, guys, stop. We got to let we got to. Either we rein the women back in or we continue to watch the craziness grow and grow and grow and swell because they're like, they don't show any signs of caring or stopping or, and I mean, us men are all just living our lives and kind of watching and being like, well, I mean, you know, do what you want to do. But 
it is what it is. I mean, you have to you have to understand that this is what they've they've selected to do, guys. They've selected to do this. Mile Hironan says a samurai without a master. Oh, I just lost it. I always lose the damn chat. There you go, right there. Yes, I am well aware of what a Ronin is, my man. I have a tech-related channel that I've been working on. I would tell y'all what the name of the tech-related channel is, but I don't want to do that because I'm trying to grow it somewhat organically, at least up until this point. But if any of you are smart enough to figure out what the name of my tech channel is, you're free to subscribe to it if you want to. There will be no talk of any red pill or MGTOW or anything like that over there. But if you guys can figure it out, yes, of course, I am a big fan of the Samurai Without a Master Theory. It is fantastic. Uh, go over if you want to check over whatever the tech channel is. I don't know what it's called, guys. I have no idea. You know, just gone with John. I'm just the unchained man. I'm just seven fishing. I'm just monetizing this thing, uh, not us, but the YouTubes as much as possible. You have to, guys. That's why I talked about that earlier. I want you men to learn from me. I mean, obviously, it, you know, I'm a nut, so be careful. But you, you want to, this is where the world is going. See, they asked Wayne Gretzky how he's such a good hockey player one time. He says he doesn't skate towards the puck. He skates towards where the puck is going to be. This is a good opportunity for you to notice where the money puck is going right now. See, in the past, it was the gold rush and the housing rush and then the this and the that and all the, oh, this new online internet thing's going to be huge. And people were like, ah, ah, computers in every home. Why would anyone want that? And now they're in your phone. So this is where it's going. Take this as an opportunity. Take this as a message from Gone With John. I want y'all to come back in five to 10 years after putting this into practice in your life and give me a super chat and say, hey, man, you were right. This shit, the puck ended up way over here on monetization of the individual through social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because there's going to be a couple of different types of people, one that don't believe it. There's going to be the skeptics. There's going to be the guys that are like, yeah, but it'll never be me. Why not? It would never, I'm a bald 46 year old man. Why not you? Why not? Tell me why. You don't have a sense of humor. You're not interested in anything. You don't have a hobby. Guys, people are making videos about Ninja Turtles right now. People are making videos about nothing. That girl made a video that was literally first three minutes was about her shirt and she has thousands of subscribers. Like people turn tune into that, which doesn't say a lot about my show, but just. I'm trying to help you men learn. If you pick up the message I'm giving you, man, you'll you'll be able to do some some serious damage in life in a good way. In a good way, guys. Good to see everybody. Bruce is here. Good to see you, sir. Mm, mm, mm. Well, looks like we're an hour and 30 minutes in and I'm starving. I'm going to go grab some food, guys. I'll be back on later on today. I'm going to go try to work at the old uh, other jobby job for a little while as well. Uh, because while I've been sick, I missed some hours, unfortunately. But I'm going to get back into it, guys. I'm gone with John. Here's some corpse music for you. In the meantime, I'll throw your comments up there. Boys, if you want to say thanks, throw me a super chat. Throw me a cash app. Appreciate all the love from everyone and all the support. Thank you, guys. Corpse Lord. Feel like lightning when you lie to me.
Chevy bringing it to the party today. One quick Chevy, thank you so much, sir. I am truly grateful for your donation to the show here, sir. I'm going to give you a nice lady coming along with you. Pissing all by yourself, handsome? It's just wonderful. Thanks so much for the love, one quick Chevy. I do appreciate that. I'm going to give you one Biden also. I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years older, too. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you. One quick Chevy for donating to the show. It does help in every way, guys. I am grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to get back to your corpse music. Sorry to interrupt, guys, but uh, I got to acknowledge everyone who does support the channel here. That's Faux Show. Uh, where'd your corpse song go? There it is. you to the anonymous cash app donation appreciate the love thank you guys It's such a strange comment right there. <laughs> I gotta pause. 
on that one. Johnny got me into corpse. Yeah, I said, take lube. You're going to need lube. Sorry, guys. It's not a good joke, but it is. It's kind of funny. Can't trust the soul until it's silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be.